Welcome to the Business Nightingale Project, where we get real, we get honest, we get open conversations with entrepreneurs whom you may recognize and who are willing to share some of the most private, darkest times of their lives and how they got through, all to help you. So welcome to the show. I am so excited for this part one of two interviews with our guests today. Reem Karvat is a serial entrepreneur, business coach, author, award-winning knowledge broker by Tony Robbins and Dean Grot COC. She also has over 15 years of experience as a CFO and a member of the board of directors for the renowned telecom group, Reem Now owns three multi-six-figure businesses. She has been featured in top media, Vogue magazine, others. Her top-ranked podcast, The Entrepreneur Accelerator, has featured some big names like Elena Cardone, Dean Graziosi, and more. Reem is the founder of Teal, the Entrepreneur Accelerator Lab, and she is on a mission to help entrepreneurs turn their knowledge into high-ticket offers and get their first client within eight weeks using organic marketing. And Reem, I want to thank you for being here with us today. You have had so many insurmountable odds in your life, and I'm really excited for the audience to get to know you. And in part two of this interview, we're going to be talking about where you have come in your journey and what those impossible odds were and how you triumphed, and most importantly, why quitting is not what we want to do and why not quitting is so valuable. So for today, in our part one of our interview, I have a super big question to launch this podcast with something that can be a premium for all of us when we feel burned out, when we feel like quitting on our important dreams. And this really, it matters so much to me because we know so many are struggling out there. So Reem, the big question, what has kept you going in the face of impossible odds? Wow, Cindy, thank you so much. First of, first of all, for the introduction, for the invitation. And I really love your voice and how you are running this. This is really amazing. So thank you so much. Well, the question is really great because the easiest way for us when we face any obstacle in life or any unusual event, the easiest way is just to run away from it, to hide, and not to confront the situation. This is the easiest part. And I consider it as the easiest um, way of dealing with things. That's why in your relationship, if you had a fight or, or you know something with your husband, with your partner, the easiest way is not to talk about it, just to not to face it and to run away with it, from it. And even at your job, even with an unusual situation like the pandemic, the easiest way is to run away and not face things. But from my experience, I grew up in a small country. I grew up in a humble family. I did not have resources. I did not have um, opportunities or, or let's say options. And I had to create the opportunities for myself. I had to um, find a way 
to 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 dream because as a girl coming from the Middle East, we used to um, let's say we were conditioned to believe that we were not allowed to dream big. We were not allowed to dream even. So what really kept me moving and never quitting, never because I'm telling you, I've been through so many struggles in my life where it was the easiest option for me is to quit, to stop, and just to surrender, whether it's for society constraints, whether it's for maybe, let's say, my first marriage did not work and surrendering to the husband, whether it's surrendering to my boss who asked me to quit my job after 15 years of being a top-notch executive. And, and now today, the pandemic. So there are so many things that, that comes in different shapes and forms, whether it's losing your job, whether it's losing a family member, whether it's uh, losing or shutting down your business due to economics or a virus. So there are so many reasons for you to quit and to say, you know what, that's it. I can't do it. It's, it's not working. That's it. But if you always try to remind yourself that this is something like there's nothing in life that will last forever. It's like a chart that is ups and there is always ups and downs and there's always light by the end of the tunnel. So if, if it seemed to be very tough right now, I promise you, there will be always light by the end of the tunnel. And even if it looks, if everything looks so, let's say, dark now, and if you have this mindset of opportunity, of growth, of abundance, and reminding yourself that things will be okay, you just, all that you have to do is just to wake up and decide that you want to be okay, that things will be okay, that you want to succeed, that you want to make it work out or to work it out. If you have or if you take that small decision and remind yourself daily with that, things will change in your life. Because you know what? You might be three feet away from gold. So that's why this is what I believe. This is what happened with me over the, the, the terms of my 40 years living on this earth is that I realized that I always have to uh, keep moving and keep um, pushing because life is good. And there are so many good things that you can do um, to, to just not enjoy your life, but also to have impact on other people's lives, your presence, your smile, on your children, on yourself, on your partner, on your surroundings, everybody. So you matter. Everybody matters and you don't have to quit. As I said, you might be three feet away from gold, whether it's in a business or in a relationship or in anything in this life. So reminding myself all the time during my life with this is what really helped me um, keep moving and just thriving. This, how did you bring that from your head to your heart? Because we can know the wisdom of that choice, but when we feel like we are drowning, <clears throat> yeah. how do we bring that and connect that to the heart so that then we find the passion sufficient to follow through? Um, let me tell you, 
Um, I'm a human being. I go through this ups and downs. Sometimes I wake up and I don't feel like doing anything. Sometimes I feel like, you know, that's it. I quit. Okay. But I have seen both sides. I've seen how does it feel to be down and miserable and live the role of a victim. I can do that easily if I want. And I've tasted a little bit of that. You know, especially when I lost my job after 15 years, when I when I gave birth, I was holding my baby. She was like 10 days old and I received that text and simply all my dreams were like shattered by someone who did not care about me or my life or anything. He cared about money or regardless. And at that time, I was so angry. I felt like a victim. I wanted to, you know... Um, I knew that taking an action at that uh, moment wouldn't be in my favor. So I had to think and think and pray. I cried. I was scared. I was panicking. But then I didn't like how I felt. I felt so weak. I did not accept myself. And I knew that this is not a life that I want. And I knew that if I go back to working for someone else, uh, I eventually might end up <clears throat> in the same situation. So either I might lose my job, economy, or as, again, like now it's a pandemic, or maybe I, when I grow up, I, will, I wouldn't be fit like someone who's like 20 years younger, you know? So I didn't, I, I tasted that and I didn't want to live it again. That's why I took the decision. And that's why I always keep saying it over and over. It's a decision in anything in life. So I tasted that and I don't want to live it again. So I will take the decision that I would never go back to employment. I would never um, have, for example, a one-way road in a relationship like what happened in my first marriage. There should be a communication because I tasted that. And I know that to have a great marriage, there should be communication. There should be, it's, it's a two-way thing. And we have to work it out. So it's a simple decision. And this is how it's connected now. Like anything that happens with me, no matter how hard it is, I know that if I decide today that I want to succeed, or if I want to make it happen, or to make this relationship work, then I have to decide to make it happen. If I want I, to be I happy, love how you say that, decide today. Absolutely. Decide it's just a decision. Today. It's a small decision. Reem, I am so excited. Thank you so much. I am so grateful for you taking time to be with us. And I am really excited to, in our next interview, where we can dive in so that the listeners can understand the depth of experience that you bring when you say it starts with the decision and take today to make that decision. That is excellent. Will you tell with us or share with us, how can people find you to connect with you? Absolutely. You can, um, I'm all over the place, honestly. So you can check me on my website, www.rwemkharbat.com, which is reemkharbat.com, or on my Facebook, rwem.kh. A-R-B-A-T, on Instagram, the same handle, on YouTube. 
um, on my podcast, The Entrepreneur Accelerator. So yeah, I'm, I'm everywhere. <laughs> it is wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. And for our listeners, make the decision today and it will be well. And that, my friends, is our show today. Aren't you grateful for entrepreneurs who are willing to reach out to lift those amongst us who are struggling to stay alive in the business battlefield of life? Make sure that you subscribe and review the show. Download every episode. Don't miss a single moment with these experts who care enough to share their vulnerable moments and their triumphs. And will you join me in creating a worldwide movement of support for those who may be struggling? It would mean the world to me if you would share this episode with your amazing friends who might need the light of hope in their current struggle on their battlefield. Bless you, my friends, and I'll see you next time.